It's Take Two Tuesday, and we're here with the son of Les Brown, Josh Brown. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. It's almost there. Got it. All right, JeffJCunningham.com. Uh, welcome to Take Two Tuesday. We are here, and it is Take Two Tuesday because I'm going to have two people interviewed today. This is, gonna, this is on YouTube. This will uh, view later on. We're here with Les Brown's son, Josh Brown. Hello, Josh. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you? Good. So it's funny. So on, on the way here, and I was going to get the audio up. It's not even working. Um, you told me your dad's name is Les, right? Absolutely, yes. It's, uh, now, not, not, um, not, not, not the, ev- not the evangelist. So yeah, he, he, was, he was a motivational. I did, he was an evangelist Motivation. too. Well, motivational. Yeah, speaker. I mean, he was, he was like a preacher, speaker, and his his uh, famous words. You know what they were? I was going to try and play him. Do you know what they were? You can tell me. Two words. It's what I did with this whole deal when I didn't even think anything was possible. Les Brown's two words were. Can you say it? No, if you better. It's it's possible. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. sync it up later yeah. on. Les Brown said, "You've never heard Les Brown say that." Uh, no, Les Brown is my dad. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um so we're here. Uh, it's uh, we're actually at Noodles and Company, great place. Uh, we're gonna read from Dream Trips in a little bit. Uh, that's our sponsor for today. Um, but I basically wanted to come to everybody here because where I'm sitting here today, I now own a four unit cash flow property and I'm in the investment quadrant. So anybody who's been watching the Money March videos has seen the cash flow quadrant, right? You're familiar with that? Yep. Yep. And uh, it's just crazy actually be on that side of it and be actually an investor. And so let, let's talk about when I first um, called you. Uh, let, let's see how I found you. So let, oh, this is, is going to be a cool story. Yeah, yeah. kind of cool story. So I called a few real estate agents before I you know what. So here's the thing. I always say I'm focused on no girls, right? And what am I doing? I'm calling every good looking girl on a business card, right? About everything uh, of real estate agents. Because I'm like, well, I'm going to talk about it. I knew I was going to put them on YouTube. And I knew if you know we have a good looking girl and I'm talking real estate, it'd get more views, right? So I'm not the good-looking girl, so how did you find me? So how I found him was I started working for this one guy who was giving leads for motivated sellers, right? Which he doesn't want me to discuss too much of that. But anyway, I uh, wound up just searching investors. foreclosures. Yeah, yeah investors. I started searching foreclosures, right? Yeah. And you, his name kept popping up on Zillow, right? Josh Brown, the iron agent, right? Yeah. So that's, maybe that's what we'll put in the tag, the iron agent here, because he, he definitely is. We'll talk about Iron Man's and everything later on, too, a little bit. Um, we talk too much. This one, I'm going to have to edit a lot of this stuff, but... Um, the podcast will be live. We're going to have it all on the podcast. We're going to keep that. And the YouTube video, I'm going to add a little bit. But you wound up, um, I wound up cl- clicking on a foreclosure and I was like, take action. I knew real estate. I want to get in real estate. I knew, I didn't know how, but I knew I, I invested $1,000 on a Doug Clark scammy kind of sleazeball-y course. But it taught me. I went to three days of the course and I learned all about stuff, right? And so now I searched foreclosure. I thought, okay, I'll just get motivated sellers, and I'll go and I put in my name, and then you uh, for a listing for like a, some foreclosure house. You, the cool part is I probably can look it up and find the house that you inquired on because oh, wow. I, I have that information because I track that. Yeah. But here's the neat part: you called me, Jeff, and you said to me, you said to me, "Hey, I just signed up for this real estate course. I'm trying to figure out how to get into real estate investing. Yeah. Yeah. I know I want to invest." Okay. But I don't know how, and I remember you saying, I signed up for this course, All everybody's telling me I'm wasting my money, and everybody told you you were wasting your money, and I just stopped you, and I was like, Jeff, did you learn anything in that course? And you were like, well, yeah, I learned all this stuff, right? So you, and it, 
just for the record, at the time I told you, it was like, it didn't matter whose course it was. I right. said, I don't care which real yeah. estate course you take. Yeah. But what you said to me that was amazing was, I took the course and it said I need to do a bunch of stuff, so I'm out here trying to do it, right? And I'm like, that's awesome. And I was like, so the thousand bucks you spent on the course, which everybody's real estate course is a thousand bucks, right? They're all right, 997. You can look up, look up any real estate course. Yeah, mine was 997. Yeah, you're right. 997, okay. Yeah. And, then, and then it's $10,000 worth of value for 997, which is great. Like, and I'm not against any of those things. I've taken many of those courses right. and those are a real estate education. Yeah. But I remember my conversation with you and you were so relieved when I told you that that, that, that investment of $1,000 was yeah. like the best thing you ever did and just stick with it. And I remember telling you like, don't, just don't take three more classes and get yourself all confused. Yeah. I was like, you took one class. Right, yeah. I don't right. even know, and I remember saying, I don't even know if the guy's in, in, in the state that we live in, right? So let's, let's yeah. take he it. He wasn't, he wasn't, he was in Utah. Right, Utah. So take Mormon country there. Connecticut and Utah, take the real estate courses and the real estate laws in those two states, nothing alike. Right. So I said, okay, Show me the materials. Yeah. That scared me. When he told me, I was like, what state was this? I was like, oh, I knew I should have looked at it sooner, right? But listen, And you felt that. guilty. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, yeah. don't worry, dude. You're like, you bought a class. You took initiative and you're learning. So I'm like, let's take the courses that they, get, that, that they gave you in the material. Yeah. Let's bring it back to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I'll look at it. I'll tell you what's legal and what's not legal here. Mm-hmm. And if I don't know, I'll, get, I'll go to a local, one of, one of the attorneys I know, and we'll find out. And we'll make sure it's legal so that you're doing the right thing and you're, you're operating with integrity, right? Right, yeah. Which is a number one for anybody doing anything with other people out there and other people's money and other people's lives. Like, integrity is number one. Right, and that was the thing when I first talked to you. So aside from that, my I remember still driving. It's so weird. It's kind of I was still dri- I was in the car driving to um, I think Chick Fil A or or TJ Maxx or something. Right, you call me, and I now I already talked to several real estate agents before this. Right, kind of asking different questions and kind of fumbling through. And the one question, do you remember the one question, the pre-qualifying question I asked you that I, I ask everybody? It. You know, what so I ask everybody. Rob Weinberg, I asked him too. All these guys that I do business, so anybody on Instagram, and, and do you, just to give a quick shout out rob weinberg did a phenomenal job for you on yeah, your mortgage yeah. i didn't know rob yeah before you came to me with rob yeah. but i will tell you when it came down to rob knowing his stuff and rob delivering and rob being like rob taking my every call yeah. and taking your every call yeah. and overcoming obstacles on this yeah. transaction yeah he was phenomenal so and the one thing i've learned about you is you definitely do seek out the right people yeah i did well it's part get 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 on the right team well a lot of it's affirmation saying stuff praying all that stuff but but yeah so also having you know they pre-qualify any sale right anybody gets pre-qualified usually right kind of how they do business so i felt okay i'm an entrepreneur i'm gonna think of myself as a business i'm gonna pre-qualify whoever i bring up with me so the question i asked him and i asked rob the same question i don't remember so is do you know who grant cardone is do you remember me asking you that? I do remember you yeah, asking me it, that. Big thing to me because, you know, my brother passed away. I got over depression because of Grant Cardone's video. I read his book. I wouldn't have bought the course if I didn't read his book because he was all like, take massive action, go away. Massive action was, I remember just put up my credit card right away. My brother's like, what, are you crazy? Buying the course led me to this guy here. And then the other thing, I think I asked you, I don't know if I asked you the first one. I think I did. Have you ever done real estate investment properties? That's why I asked you. Because I knew I kind I didn't think I had the money at the time, right? right, right. I remember thinking, oh, I'm a teacher. I don't get paid a lot. Uh, you know, I've been claiming my taxes, being that, but like popular. How you know so it's a good oh, real estate right. agent if they're busy? And he's making a lot. He always made time for me all the time here, but he was always busy, always had something to do, you know? And it wasn't always the wife, but he was always there for the wife, too. I've learned a lot from him on how to yeah. keep it. Well, there's, the there's the whole, you're, you're at work 100%, and then you're... 
you're either you're either 100 with your family or you're 100 at work. But you can't. There's no such thing as a balanced life. Right. And I've yes. learned that. Yes. See. So there's yes. no such. This thing. is why I like this guy. So you're Fit either all in. you're either you're either 100 present. Is, is, there, is that the wife there though? No, it's a, another awesome. real estate call. Which again, you can't be present in two things at once. Yeah. So at the moment, I'm taking this call. Yeah, I know. My assistant will probably get that. We, one we can roll read. Over. We can read the. Okay. We can read the sponsor. You can take the call. I don't want to lose. You know, calls or money. I know how that it's is. going to roll to my assistant. All right, all right. I wouldn't worry about it. But, okay. but, um, you know, back to that. I, I'm a huge believer in like you know, you're, you don't work to live. You live to work. You you, sorry, I have it backwards. But you don't. Yeah. You don't, you don't live to work, right? You work to live. So you gotta you gotta prioritize your life and your family and all that other stuff first. And and you do prioritize. Like in my life, you know, when I'm with my family, I'm 100% with my family. If I'm if my face is down in my phone and I'm looking at my phone and and my kids want my attention, guess what? I, I'm not really present. And so that kind of permeates everything I do. And yeah. and when I'm on the phone with you, you have 100% of my attention. You yeah. know, and or when we're doing this, like. I'm yeah. not picking up my phone. It's ringing, and I, I got an eyeball on it. I so won't, I won't Jim lie. Rome, the one guy, said, "When you're at the beach, be at the beach. When you're at work, be at work." And I always think of that all the time because I used to, right, right? I, I used to be at the beach working, and but I, I liked it. That's what I like doing work. And, I, and I'm going to get you out of that habit. So. Yeah, but I like that. One day, next one day, time, I'll do that. Next time you'll be at the five beach. years, I'll be in the beach. And, you know, in five years, you'll at the beach, and your employees will be working for you while you're at the beach. Well, you know what That's I was doing? I was at the beach, but. and I was seeking out this guy. Danny is one of my videos. He's a want want to be entrepreneur doing horseback riding. I just like doing the connections man I like connecting I like meeting yeah. people you know so that, that's why we're all here because of connections we made and stuff too so okay so let's let's kind of stay on uh, on task here which me I can jump all over the place so obviously that was the first time meeting qualified right then and there he told me to read a book that I didn't read I had it do you remember a book you told me to read I did it was I, I mentioned it and you said Napoleon yeah read that Hill. book it was yep. the Napoleon Hill book yep Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, Thank great you. book. So Thank I read that you. book. I've read it twice since the then. Modern edition, the modern edition. The modern edition. Yeah, because it's a lot edition. easier to go through. So if you guys have not read that book, most of the, the viewers here have read it because they're all in the entrepreneur world, and, right? And, and like, like the thing that blew me away was you read the book and then you called me back like two days later and you were doing half the stuff in the book and I was like, oh my God, this guy's just like massive action. Like everything <laughs> I threw in front of Jeff, yeah. like the dip, what makes Jeff on this journey to... Jeff's on this journey, this 777 project, yeah, which yeah. you know about, which yeah. is he's trying to make $777 million in, uh, in what time frame? I think it was just $77 million, right? Is that so did I 10X you? Yeah, 10, I no, 10X let's do it. Yeah, here's the thing. Keep, keep doing I it. Just 10X keep 10, you. So, no, honestly, sometimes I do so, so many powerful did, talks. I'm so like, I uh, I just, money's just a way to keep score, man. That's all really right. all it is. So anyways, you're limiting yourself with your 77 thinking. Yeah. So Yes, that's true. And well, I, five years. Seventy seven is going to be. It's it's interesting, but yeah. aside from the the thinking part of it, um, the action part of it's really like a huge thing. So yeah. you go out there, you're talking to people who are you're you're talking to the people who are doing it yeah. always. Yeah. So you're like when you inspire others, always like yeah. you are inspiring others. You're like you're out there. You're talking to people who are making money. Yeah. You're asking how they're doing it, and then you're trying to share it with other people because there's an educator inside of you. you yeah, right you away. Teach, Jeff teaches high school classes. I don't know if everybody out there knows yeah, that. Yeah. Um, when I met Jeff, like at first, I wasn't really sure where he was at or where his head was at, and then he's I like, was all over the place, right? And I still, like, still am, a little but he's bit. like, in a good way though. And he, but he, but he was like, yeah, and I teach high school kids, and I do all this stuff. And when he said he taught high school kids, I was like, wow, okay, like I got to get to know this guy. And, and my wife's a school teacher, so yeah. 
So from my perspective, you know, I have a ton of respect for teachers. I have a ton of yeah. respect for any public servants, for that matter. Anybody yeah. who does anything in the public. Yeah, me too. And, uh, I admit, yeah, I've and when I met you, we found out you were a teacher, and you yeah. were telling me how much you care about kids yeah. and how much you care about people and how much you care about helping other people, like which is like your core mission of inspiring yeah. other people. I don't know. That's when I knew I was like, I was like, the first phone call we had with each other, we said, we don't care how this happens or whether, and I remember you saying this, you said this to me, you go, I don't care if I ever buy a property with you, we're just going to be friends and this is going to go somewhere yeah, for a long time. Yeah, and I thought, I didn't think we'd buy a property, I really didn't, I only wanted want to buy a property with him to be like, well, this guy helped me buy a property, I didn't really care about the property, it was more about the people and the education, I was like, one day I'll get there, you know, I didn't so, think I was there yet. So what you didn't know on the phone call was that I did know you were going to buy a property. Yeah. That was the only difference between our and he, and he said that he had all the whole thing of, ah, he, you said one thing I was pretty confident. Like, well, the first person who calls me usually never buys that property. But, and he said it in a way like, but they buy another one. So I know this, that, you know? And it was just, it was crazy because um, I just remember thinking like, ah, I, I, I hope, I, this guy's really cool and I hope I don't screw it up enough where I, I burn anyway. I, I remember thinking that just because like you were just, you knew a lot, you had a lot more knowledge about real estate than I knew. And I was very, so here's the thing, I take massive action, right? With real estate, I was nervous as heck. I never bought a house. I didn't know anything about foundations. I didn't know anything about roofs. I don't even know, I still don't know a lot about windows. I know I have good windows where I bought, but I don't know a lot of stuff. When I went through what, and this is what you're getting a real estate agent and anything, any, any person you surround yourself who's been there before, like how long have you been doing this real estate? 15 years. 15 years. And when he walked in and we were going to houses that I knew I wasn't going to buy, he would say, no, it's a learning experience. Look at these windows. Look at this. Look at, you remember? You remember doing that? And it was just like, it gave me such a confidence, a confidence boost. So um, I just think with anybody, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing in life, whether you're trying to be a knitting or whatever you're trying to do, get someone who's done there before. Show them that you want to help and be. And I, I do have to say this. You know how you said, oh, you, I just really had was a teacher and had all that stuff. Ten years ago, I'm 33 right now, right? Ten years ago, I was selfless, chasing girls. If this YouTube channel was there, there'd be every pretty girl on here and I'd probably be doing it all for the wrong reason. And it wasn't for my brother, which you've seen my brother and the stuff he does, who got to me and this other girl got to me a little bit, um, Josh Lewis Growth. He's great. He would always hem on me. Nah, you gotta got not focus this way. And I used to always, I used to fake it. Like I used to fake more and lie more about myself to be happier and compete with everybody and want to be the best. And because a lot of times, you know, I grew up being an athlete, so that was the thing, always be the best, be the best quarterback, be that. And I took that into life, and I remember uh, Jen Baisley, I don't think she's watching this, but some girl is like, you know, Jeff, you just compete too much. I don't know who she is, but I'm going to find her and send this to her. Yeah, yeah, we'll send it. But my whole point in saying that is that I've grown up so since, so I think sometimes the right time happens, you know, sometimes I'm always rushing, you know, to get to certain things, and you just got to be in the moment and stay here and be like, wow, you know, even though I, I was not really someone I was proud of and I think it's Les Brown who I listened to a lot of him he said someone said to him Les you're not the same person anymore he said I'm not I change and I feel like you know I have my same tendencies you know still doing this I used to do a lot of selfies but now I do um now I've really changed and kind of come over and it's well, just and kind of cool and it's funny and I always change always get better you know and you're focused on yourself but you're focused on yourself in a way that you're using yourself as a channel to help other people which I think is like when I met you yeah. what I noticed about you and what I don't know is I don't know your whole backstory I don't know everything about where you came yeah. from but I don't need to know where you came from I know where you are now yeah. and what I know about you is you're this guy who's who's genuine honest you're you're vulnerable about where you are you're not like you're not doing this thing where you're you're um 
you know, pretending you're something you're not. You don't pretend you know something if you don't know it. Yeah. And you're humble about that. And like the fact that you came to me and you're like, you're like, I want to learn from you, and I'm humble and like, teach me what I don't know. And yeah. and 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 you're a reciprocal guy, right? You wanna you wanna give back. You wanna help other people, right? Yeah. So I, I gotta this, start taking notes right you now. This, I was no, you're recording notes. it. You're recording. No, it. I you're, take you're notes too. I listen back. Someone asked me, Jeff, why do you film all these? Why do you do podcasts? You know, uh, so many people listen. And I go, you don't know how many times, like, because I, I go back and listen. Like that Larry guy I was telling you, the real estate investor, I'll go back yeah. and listen to him again because he said something about tenants, which he knows anyway. But just people, that's why I started recording people. I actually, and uh, totally disclosed, I've recorded people without them knowing it many times just to listen to them. And I thought, well, let's just start making this more. Before April 1st, when I really started, like, let me document this and call it the entrepreneur journey, which is grammatically incorrect, but not here just do it right when i did all this stuff um then then i was surprised how many people really just took a liking to it like oh we're offering you and you're doing this and that and then it made them it inspired them right so and because it inspired them it inspired me and i was like oh i'm just gonna do i I think i'm gonna do this so i'm 70 man i'll be on a beach somewhere maybe then i'll be relaxing and just so you know and like i'm gonna give this back to you because your inspire others yeah thing just just that saying and just the fact that you lead with that makes me realize like I've learned a lesson from it and that's that I'm supposed to inspire other people yeah um there's a lot of stuff I do that I don't always put out in the spotlight about what I do and what I've learned is like people are always watching you yeah whether you know it or you don't know it there's always people watching you so your family watches you your friends watch you your followers on YouTube watch you kids watch you right your students at school watch you my kids watch me yeah and what you do dictates, literally dictates to them how they're supposed to be or what they could be. Right, so wow. they see you and they think, wow, I could be like him. And like, it's funny, but here you are, this YouTube blogger guy. Yeah. Guess what my kids want to be? A YouTube blogger. They want to be you. They don't even want to be a realtor anymore. They want to be, they want to be Jeff J. Cunningham, yeah. which is like... I thought it was cool. Like, yeah. you know, I met, I, met, uh, I met one of the brothers from... Um, That's awesome. That's really cool. Who was that? I met Drew from... Um, what was that? Uh, the Property Brothers. Yeah. I met him out in Washington State. And I remember I, remember I, I met him in a hallway at an event. Um, it was actually... It was a climate change event that was being put on... Uh, Put on by the former vice president, Cli- uh, who Al Gore. Yeah, climate yeah. change. That, that was don't, his big thing. Don't even like. If you get into how I got there, it was kind of crazy. But I met his vice president of his organization on a plane. Oh wow, that's crazy. And she invited me to the event. Oh, that's and awesome. I, I ended up going, which was which was it was a very last minute thing. It was really cool. Were they, were they big on were they big on solar back then or no? They were big on solar. Yes. Were they really? But I mean, the the bigger any. I, I just because that's how I made a lot of the first money. I didn't even make that much, honestly. There's so much more money to sell. Yeah. I should be knocking on doors right now. It's actually nice out. But so, anyways, how we hit it off on the airplane was that I had this, I had this, you know, Keller Williams shirt on, and, uh-huh. and it was a Red Day shirt. And at uh-huh. Keller Williams, like once a year, we we go out and we we go into the community and uh-huh. and we the entire company, 187,000 agents, right, drop off the face of the oh. earth, and we like out of our offices. No uh-huh. one's allowed to go to work, and we all go out and we do community projects which is, which is so cool and what, what I what I read when I he told me he was with Keller Williams and I, I know nothing about any agency but I knew I liked this guy and he told me he knew a lot about Keller Williams and the whole story because he works there which is great they do a great education I researched it read about it want to make sure okay I like this guy but do I like the companies for you know and I read about the history I, I want to know histories on every anybody how they started something but go ahead I just was saying that so that's cool so you researched it but but back to that 
I had this red day shirt on, which is this day where the whole company shuts down and we go out into the community and no one's allowed to work, right? We're just, we're giving back to the community. Wow. So, um, which for the culture or whatever company you build, make sure you're giving back to the community, yeah, right? All, yeah, all the time um, give back. So, so getting into that, um, I had a red day shirt on and we're in line at the bathroom and we're in the back of the plane and whatever. And I'm talking to this woman. I didn't realize she was, she was the vice president of Al Gore's climate change organization. I didn't know that. Right. We, we started talking, we get into real estate because I had the shirt on Mm -hmm. and then sure enough, um, it turns out, it turns out Drew from the property brothers is speaking at Al Gore's event like that week, later that week. So she says, can you go? And I'm like, Great. So I just moved my whole family to Washington State for two months for the summer, and uh, and I found out. And I'm back, by the way. I'm not there anymore. But I was gonna say I it was did, two years that ago. Was when you were in Washington was State, I knew ago. you were there, but I just didn't. know Yeah. That. So anyways, so anyways, we moved the whole family out there, and I have to go to my wife and be like, Hey, I'm going to this big convention for three days, you know? Which was like, Yeah, that's, it was, so that's gonna be fun, right? But the cool part was, I'm I'm out in the hallway. I stepped out of the event. I don't know. It was during a slow time, and this coffee wagon went by. And of course, in the afternoon, I saw the coffee wagon go by after flying, doing all the travel, and I'm like, Coffee. So I pour out of this event. Yeah. I go out. I follow the thing out into the hallway. And there's this guy on his cell phone, and it's and it's Drew. Right. And I'm like, I walk up to him, yeah. introduce myself. He was on his, he was looking at his cell phone, and it just very cordial. And I was like, hey, you know, I, I just want to say thank you. And he's like, now where did you first see Drew from Property Brothers? Where did you first you saw him on, on TV? Television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but this is the first guy you. This is the first person you've ever met on television, right in person? Oh no 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 no. Oh. But but that said, I, I'm in the hallway, and uh-huh. and I walk up and I introduce myself to him, yeah. and. And I said, hey, I just want to thank you. And he looks at me, and he's like a little confused. And he's like, for what? And I go, and my kids were young. This was two years ago. My kids were like five and seven or whatever they were at the time. And uh, he looks at me, and I'm like, you know, my kids, my kids think because I'm a real estate agent that I'm famous. Mm-hmm. And I go, it's because of you because they see you on TV, and my kids think I'm famous. Yeah. And that was really cool two years ago. And you ruined that for me because of your YouTubing stuff. So now my kids want to be a YouTuber yeah. and dad's old news out of the Well, way. it's funny so. because I teach middle school. I teach uh, photography and vlogging. I was talking to kids about, hey, you should get on YouTube right now. But don't offer anything that gets you in trouble. Basically this, man. Inspire others always, right? Offer something like that that you can help out. What can you add value to? One of the girls was showing me that she has a channel. She's known how to knit, right? Yep. And these are the behavioral kids. And she learned how to knit. So she's putting that on YouTube. It's just cool to see kids giving back. All of a sudden, that feeling of what they can give back, kind of helping out. Like, so we went through a whole bad, and maybe it's because now I'm in the entrepreneur world and we're all Grant Cardone 10Xers, really overachievers. But I believe we went through a whole social selfie generation, and now it's kind of everybody kind of got sick of themselves. And now it's like, okay, but what can we do to kind of help each other? I I really believe we're kind of in a in a different thing. But maybe that's because I surround myself with people. I know there's a lot of bad. I don't watch the news. I don't. Um, I don't even watch sports that much anymore. But, you don't take pictures of yourself in your bathroom in front of the mirror. No, I, I used to, though. No, I used to. Everybody knows I used to do that uh, when I was 22, and I thought that every girl would like me, and this is why. And Yeah, I used to. I'll, be, I'll totally admit that so was embarrassing. They all did. You embarrassing. had too many of them, and yeah. then you realized. Yeah, it was bad. It was really it's not bad. not the right thing. Right? Yeah, it's not so. good. You, you, know, you only need one girl to keep you happy. There you go. And, uh, there and, you, go. and you, you found a guy. So, there. Let, 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 but let me ask you one. I ask you, how long have you been married for? 13 years. So 13. That's longer than any time I've done. I've 
but I did do 13 minute months once, but um, what's the one, uh, one, one, one I, now, you can answer this later, but I want you to think of one little nugget. Uh, I've been doing this cool. all the time uh, to everybody. Usually I ask people, you know, old couple when I'm bartending, yeah. I'll ask them, but I ask anybody, but something that really made it work between you and her, I, I see, you know, when he's always with me, he's always on the phone with her. If I could give you one thing. Yeah, you have it right now? Oh, yeah. oh, oh you see, that's, look at that if right away. If there's only one thing you could possibly do, yeah. one thing. Yeah. When they talk to you, you, you drop what you're doing and you look them in the eye and you actually pay attention to what they're saying. All right, what, what, if you, what if you really, what if, what if there's like a, a sports game on you want to watch? What if, you, what if they're going on and on and they're complaining? What, what about that? I can't help you there. All I can say is if, is, is if, they, if, if somebody wants your attention yeah. and they're important to you, yeah. pay attention to them. Wow, fact, that's good. That just doesn't go for wives. That goes for anybody in your life. Yeah. Like when they're talking to you. Yeah. Like, you know, the whole, the whole I'm on my cell phone yeah, while my yeah. kids are in the room or across right. from me, none of that. This thing, so, this thing is poison. Put it aside and, and pay attention to people. And, and you know what? In general, if you put other people before yourself and you kind of pay attention to the people around you in your yeah. life, that's the best advice I could give you ever. Yeah. See, I, I, wow, that's great advice. And I think whoever's out there, the future a wife, whoever watches this for me, um, I think the best way to get to pay for me to pay attention is we'll put it live and we'll, I'll interview her and she's going to be, you're going to have to be okay with all this because this ain't going away. Um, but anyway, that's what, that's what Grant does with Elena. It's funny. One of the, well, I should, no, let's not get off on that, but, um, all right. So, so what else you got on your agenda? So, um, no, so I did, I did want to ask you, so I didn't think I was, Someone who takes massive action, yeah. I had no confidence. You, not no confidence. I had a little confidence, but I didn't think I could pull off this deal. A four unit that was going to cash flow right away. All right, I want you to stop there for yeah, one go ahead. reason. Yeah. So, and it's funny that you brought up confidence because yeah. your brother, yeah. what's the name of your brother's blog? Uh, Josh Lewis Growth, I believe. Josh Lewis Growth. JoshLewisGrowth.com, actually. If you and this, this feeds right into what you were doing. Okay, this feeds yeah. right into your question. I, I was curious about his brother because I wanted to know if Jeff's brother was like him. And he is. It's kind of crazy. So I look up Josh Lewis, and he has the same first name as me, so I thought that was cool, too. So I look up Josh Lewis. Do you have a brother named Jeff, or is that not you? Yeah, so, so, we're, so we're, we're both we're Josh and Jeff Josh and brothers. Josh and Josh is crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Um, back to that, I looked, up, I looked up his blog, and he had this blog on confidence, right? So I'm watching his blog on confidence, and he has this amazing blog. And what I learned from it, down there in the what, I, what I learned, and you should watch it. It's short, and it's brilliant. And I don't know if Josh gives himself enough credit for it or not, but when I read it, I was like, wow. And when he talked about confidence, and I don't want to give the whole thing away, you need to go watch it. Um, But when I watched it, what it made me realize was the more you know about something and the more you practice something, the more confidence you have. And with you and your buying process and your, your confidence going from curiosity, starting at a point of curiosity right around the time you called me, to a point of education, knowledge, comfort, confidence. Like that confidence comes from comes from learning yeah. and doing and trying. And we were going out and we were looking at houses and we were doing you know, you you would call me every other day with questions. And it was funny in the beginning I remember you were hesitant to call me because you felt like you felt yeah, like you might be was. wasting my time. Exactly. He calls we talk a lot, he calls me a lot and it's like it's never a waste of time. Like anything, and this is for, for you or anybody else, anybody who is, anybody, anybody who's in the process of, um, anybody who's in, the, who's in the process of doing something, you know, you're going to have questions along the way. That's, right. the, that's learning. And learning is what gets you to, and, you know, 
jumping off a cliff without a parachute, probably a pretty dumb idea, right? Yeah. But if you research the parachute and you learn how to pack it and yeah. you get some advice and you watch some videos and maybe an instructor shows you how and you get a certification, maybe then jumping off a cliff isn't so bad. And it's not jumping off a cliff. Now you're jumping with a parachute. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if you don't like jumping and you're afraid of heights, don't watch this video. Yeah. Right, right. But, but yeah. you get the analogy, right? Yeah, so, no, it's so true. Like, you got it. You got to, you got to know, you kind of, anybody, and it's funny, I'll do so many things before I know them. Like, I'm coming out with a habits course. I'm doing a, I'm building a course for vending kings, right? I'm coming out with a habits course. And I haven't conquered all my bad habits. But the ones that were really bad of me not managing my money or certain ones, right, that have actually got me to the point where I'm at, I've had extreme confidence that now I can accomplish any other habit, right? Same thing. Learned everything. Learned how habits actually work. So, uh, so I'm going to be selling a course online about habits. And really the reason why, and this kind of comes ties into real estate, because um, the books I read, uh, Compound Effect, great book. I read that one, had habits in it, right? Yeah. But it was free. The real estate course was $1,000, right? That's money. I, I believe in life, and anybody out there is watching this because it's a free video and it doesn't invest money, I believe when you put your money towards something, you pay attention to it more and you'll work on it more. I know that. So now I, I, I do. I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, go ahead. i got to interrupt you. So you spent $1,000 on a real estate yeah. course, right? Which doesn't sound like a lot anymore, actually. Now that... Right. Yeah. No. Now the cash flow is exactly... You now, get that in one month. for most agents, right? For most buyers, yeah. if you're out there and you're a buyer and you're trying to buy real estate for the first time, yeah. just know that the real estate fees are typically covered by the, by the seller. Yeah. And it doesn't cost you money to have an expert working for you. That said, Jeff spent... $997 plus tax on his real estate course, yeah, yeah, yeah. who he took from whoever. I don't care which guru it was. Uh, Nathan um, Osmond was the one who sold it to me. He was uh, Donnie Osmond's uh, cousin. Oh, and in, and in Utah, all those laws apply to Connecticut perfectly. Yeah, well. So, And they might. Like, I don't know. I know we looked through a lot of your stuff. But here's the thing. Yeah, right? I'm actually going to – because it, it goes to um, – so this is still on the podcast. So we keep oh, yeah, talking. Wait, I want to finish this one point, though. Yeah, but it's not recording on the YouTube channel. And okay. this is so much good stuff that this is a lot of it's going to go on YouTube. So I want to record it. But finish here. Keep talking. And I'm going to record this as we go. But I do want to hear you, too. So go ahead. This is the stuff they're not going to hear on the YouTube channel. But the, this is the podcast special right here. Oh, okay. So is this still going? Yeah. That's still going. So here's the thing. Yeah, go ahead. I want it on the video, though, too. Put it up there. Right, yeah, we got it. There yeah. you go. Only because this is such a key point, I don't want to lose it. Right. Again, again, it just has, like, it cuts it off after 15 minutes or whatever. I knew me and you could go for a while to get that out of there. Oh, yeah, we're only at the 30-minute mark, so it's every 30 minutes. Is that, is this yeah, I look better in that angle, actually. That's really good. See, I love the podcast stuff because we can just keep it all in. Oh, speaking of which, I'm going to, you want to read this sponsor? I'll read it here. After this, we're going to read a sponsor in Dream Trips. What, they're going to stick it right into the... Well, they didn't pay for YouTube. uh, I'll for podcasts. Whoever they are. All right, Dream Trips. They're good. All right, right, so the one point I want to make, and we can, whatever, you're going to edit out all the silliness in between here. But the one point I want to make that I, I don't want you to miss and I don't want anybody watching this to miss is you spent $997 for, for a class. You bought a real estate asset and that building is giving you $1,550 of cash flow every month. Right. And I'm going to get out my calculator because my math is going to get funny on this. But oh, yeah. As you do that. Well, let too. me run it. I want to run it. We're going to run it through uh, in, in 10. At the end of this, we're going to run through some real estate terms that he's going to break down that so you're going to know. 1550 a month. Uh-huh. Right. So did your class pay for itself in the first month of owning the building? Yes, it did. All right. So... 
times 12 is $18,600 of, of gross cash flow. Of I'm sorry, of net income off of your building. Net income, yeah. Of net income off of your building in a 12-month period. $18,000. Yeah, that's not bad. So... Money while you sleep right there. That's so passive that, income. So did the $1,000 class give you $18,000? No. You didn't the work. But it gave you the confidence to take some action to go out, make the phone calls, and find the people who could help you do the real estate investment you wanted to do. So they, in a sense, helped you chase your dream. So I don't care whose class you took. They mm-hmm. did you a favor by teach, by. By, by having you take the class, the difference between you and the other 90 people in the class is you took action on it. Right. And the difference between taking action and not taking action is, is there- $18,000 a year. Yeah, it's everything, man. Massive action, action, just doing it, just do it, don't quit. All those things, man, they say them all the time, they're all cliches. Yeah. Just get out, whatever you're doing, stop watching this video, go out, call real estate agent if you want to get into that. You, the one wise thing you said to me, and I don't know if you, and I always think about this, that you said, so and he I said so many, wise thing. you know, he Two said so many, but I'm one just, of them was I was talking about tax lien certificates and stocks oh, yeah. and this, and he said, listen, do you know what you said on this? Whatever yeah, type of investing it is, make sure you're an expert at that one type of investing, right? Don't do tax lien certificates and real estate and stocks, do one. Right. Wholesaling, flipping, retailing, right. blah, 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 right. blah, blah, blah. And there's, there's 10 million real estate strategies yeah. out there. Yeah. Find one strategy yeah. that works in your local market yeah. and attempt to do it. And if it doesn't work, find the next strategy. It's funny. I just wanted to be the landlord. I, I wanted to do that. I just thought it would be cool. I wanted to. I, I have a whole – I want to do a landlord course one day, right? Like a way where you can actually like make – charge them more rent and change their lives. You, you just know? put that into the universe and so now you got to go do it. It'll yeah, I know. Me. Eventually, yeah, that's so true, man. When I put it out there, that's why you're right. There's something. So you believe in affirmations, then? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like, Absolutely. Like when funny. you say, you're I feel like when we say something, so, I feel like it's like kooky or people don't believe it. Yeah. And whatever my brother says, Tony Robbins says it, in, indications or whatever. That's like saying it with when, with enforcement. Like you believe it, right? Like every day I look in the mirror and I say, I have a millionaire mind. Money's attracted me. That's I got from one of the books, right? I've actually the millionaire mind. Right? Yeah, the millionaire. I think it was yeah, the millionaire yeah. mindset. It was Shimmick, uh, my buddy, was getting married this week. He uh, he doesn't like me mentioning him. He did, but he's great. He's great. He's uh, he's. He's the one who told me to read that book. And you told me to think, grow rich. Think Both those, rich, yeah. those, those, and 10X rule. There's a lot of books. So it, let's actually, I always ask people this. What's one book you've read? Besides those three mentioned, that was really pretty decent. I'm always reading books all the time. There's a new book that's pretty cool. That's a very short read that'll help people. You know, anybody who's, if you're trying to get anything yeah. in life, in, influencing other people or helping other people right. to make a decision. Yeah. Um, there's a book called Exactly What to Say. Exactly what to say. I forget who writes it. He's got a he's got a series of books, um, but exactly what to say is is right. a pretty amazing book, and it's a short read. Oh, nice! I need is um, it Audible too, or no? I'm sure it is. Yeah, because I'm always very. I will read books. I usually download them, listen to them, and then I'll read them later. I need exactly what to say because I always say too much sometimes. You know, sometimes keep short. You don't need to do give too much, right? You believe in that? Yeah. Well, they say. They, I heard a saying recently. It was from. Um, from a, a real estate um, educator, but he said, uh, he's, he said, if you can say it in blah, don't say it in blah, blah. Mm. So if you, can, if you can, sales is blah, sales is not blah, blah. Like if you can get it done in blah, it's blah, right? Yeah. The more you talk, and the more you dilute the message when you, when you talk, so yeah. 
not you personally, but in general. Right, yeah, everybody does. The more we go on and on about something, people start wondering what they're supposed to be focused on. Yeah. So helping someone focus on something by finishing what you're saying and then, and then stopping so they can absorb it, that helps people. That helps people to process the information that we're, that we're sharing. So I'm going to read a message from our sponsor, but I do want to get some business cards by you because all the time, and now I'm out in the funnel, I'm out in the marketplace all the time, and if, you know, people are buying and selling houses all the time, right? And I can't think, well, before I go into that, let me read this. So if you guys aren't buying and selling, and you're in here and you just have a lot of money you want to spend, I would say, no, don't do this. But if you do, and you need to take a vacation, you're hustling, dream trips, call my buddy, Kevin Bowen, at 512-516-4078. He will book a trip, a dream trip trip review anywhere you want mention that you heard this on the jeffjcardium.com podcast and he will hook you up with even the best deal that you'll ever know uh you can start uh your home-based business as well kevin's an entrepreneur and a hustler and he's a travel agent guy but he really does get good trips he actually got me um in uh i, I donated a thousand dollars to charity at a cancer patient to panama and that's how i met this guy and he gave me his card. He's like, hey, if you like traveling to Panama. I was like, no, man, I just wanted to donate the money. You know, my mom died of cancer. And I felt like I want to be in a position where I can put money out there. Do one thing that scares you every day. I, I personally believe in that. That's I why where this Panama thing came from because it's so funny that yeah. I'm about to travel to Panama. I know. So that's that's insane. So you really are going to Panama. Yeah. So here, no, really quick, you know, I'm going to put this part definitely on the YouTube. So I have a lot of people. I tell them, oh, watch my YouTube channel. My real estate agent is going to be on here. And here he is. He's right here. Okay. And it's funny because... Uh, if you guys are looking for a real estate agent and, and, or anything and you don't know, you're about to sell your house, you're about to buy a house, you're looking to buy a house, um, there's, there's plenty of good people. There's a million people out there. And I don't know how busy this guy is. I will say I've never seen, and I can really say this, the most selfless, just wants to help out. I think you noticed how good I was, so I think it made it easier. Not, and that sounds egocentric there, but I mean, you noticed that I had the pure right attentions, right? So you really wanted to help me. You really wanted to get me in a good deal. But I think you'd want to do that to any of your, anybody, right? Yeah, you are, I mean, that's a good real estate agent. You want to get them the house they want, right? You want to see people be highly successful in whatever they do. For me, if there's a negative outcome at the end of it, right. I don't want to be part of it, right? right so yeah. like, if I can... It, and, and I have a simple rule around that. Like when someone comes into my space, I don't care how they come into my space. I don't care if they're just calling me off the street. My rule is I just want them to leave me in a better place than when they found me. Yeah. And that could be as simple as one short phone call. That could be as simple as, you know, five years of buying real estate together. I don't really, it doesn't matter. But, yeah. but I try to leave a positive impression on people or a positive contribution every time I come in contact with someone. And that's just, that's my personal business philosophy. So right. it's, it's, it's doing the right thing for other people first and then and then the money money follows doing the right thing always yeah. and more and and it's always you know I, I would rather not be in a, be engaged in a in a piece of business if if it's going to be negative or it's going to be a bad experience for right. someone that's yeah. just never something that's going to like you wouldn't take stuff. dirty money and make it clean like all my students are talking about doing i've never heard of it but good luck yeah yeah, yeah see no but uh because I actually was on in Carousel, and uh, the guy's not on the YouTube channel for us. Sat next to him, this guy named Cronkver, big dude, bald guy, like right from a movie. He did something illegal, sold all his illegal money, was living on Carousel. Uh, I call it Fair Island because he had all the money, bought like a little villa that he rents out. Like did real estate, did a smart decision, but he almost got arrested. That's why he left Amsterdam. Crazy way, right? People people do this all the time. So what what you said is great. So here, tell us, tell the listeners, tell everybody else a little bit about you because I remember what you did. You call any of the leads I got you? People always, I'm like a lead generator, right? People always want to give me their number. Oh, always, let me tell this guy, right? They're always finding people. So the funny, yeah. the funny thing is, yeah. and you'll learn this about people. When you hand out business cards, you need to say, "Hey, call this guy." Right. 
they never do it. Right. Right. Yeah. The people you give this the card to true. never make this the call. True. Which, which they never subscribe to the channel. I'm like, hey, subscribe. All right, that's because you told them to. Yeah. If I tell people to subscribe to Jeff's channel, yeah. you're gonna do it, right? Yeah, see, we'll probably because it's not him them. telling you to do it; it's me. That is true, you know. And actually, guys, share share this too. Uh, if this you find any value, we're gonna do some real estate. I'm gonna cut out all the nuggets of this. But if you find any nuggets and you have any dreams to do anything, anything's possible, man. It's really is. It is possible. The fact that I have a four unit right now, and I didn't think it was possible. And so, what you don't see on this video is is. Us sitting down and doing a big fist pump and kind of a little uh, yeah. me congratulating him a few minutes ago, just because it's it's almost surreal that Actually, I've known you for I've known you for a while and you've gone through this journey. Yeah, I guess we'll call it the entrepreneur journey because yeah. it fits. It's your yeah, journey. Yeah, but, let's do that. But when you take when you take the fact that you went through this whole journey of of finding this house and getting all this stuff done. Um, to sit here now and think that you that you own over a quarter million dollars of property and you're making fifteen hundred a month in cash flow, and you were questioning me the very first time I talked to you. One of the first things out of your mouth was you questioning whether the real estate course you took was a good idea. Yeah, because because all the doubters. And now all, I've bought like seven courses right now. I were not seven. I bought like three other courses right, that I'm working so, on now. So if you made a thousand bucks from the first course, I hate to I just keep learning new things, right? But yeah, exactly. Here's the here's the thing. And this is, for those of you who have dreams and you're, and you're it, I'll tell you, you got to watch who you, you really have to watch who you tell them to. Yeah. Because, and there's a, I'll use an analogy for you. Yeah, I want to I hear this. So, take a crab, right? And the crab's in the bucket. Right, yeah, yeah, that one. By, it's, yeah. by himself, a crab can climb right. out of the bucket all by himself, right. no problem. Right. Right? Yeah. No problem. Crab, crab climbs out of the bucket. You put two crabs in the bucket. Yeah. First crab tries to climb out of the bucket. Yeah, I can second, do this on a YouTube video. I hear this all the time. I, I've never crab, seen this. Second crab reaches up, yeah. grabs the first crab by the foot, yeah. and pulls him back down into the bucket, right? Yeah. So what I'll tell you is be careful which crabs you're telling your dreams to because if you, if you tell your dreams to a crab, they'll pull you back down into the bucket. And, I, and, I, and you, yeah, go ahead. you're careful about who you tell... You're, you're careful about picking the right people to right. tell... The people, right people. people who support you in and believe well, in you you're here, telling your dreams to and they're making it happen for here, you that is true I'm, I'm, I'm careful of the people I pick with me to come up with me right that's what I'm careful about I'll yeah. tell my dreams to anybody I told there's still a girl from Boston who was drunk who told me you'll never be a billionaire and I, that's ringing through my head and it doesn't matter she's some girl from Boston knew my uh, brook or whatever but I, I've always I'm like that crab in the bucket and that if you tell me you're not going to do it I do it so the kind of energy. So, so and and I think for a guy like you or me we use that as fuel yeah as motivation there's a lot of guys like that oh, Jeff yeah. Bezos Elon Musk the, these oh, yeah. titans of these and guys sometimes, here. sometimes your best friends yeah. are the worst ones like, I and, know. and like we all love our best friends, but occasionally you tell your best friend something. Well, this kid, Anthony, and I love him, but he always, I do a lot, of, I'm like uh, Trump, I do a lot of misspellings in my tweetings, put him out. He's always, he won't comment, like, share anything, but anything is misspelling, he'll put it out there. Now, he's helping me out, and I know he means it from the goodness of his heart, but he's the yeah, good But he, he could text you privately and tell you that. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's a good right. way to put it, yeah. Right. Uh, but he does, sometimes he does it private, sometimes he does it, I don't really care. My, my whole point is, um, for him, I remember going out with him a few times, and he would, he would harp on, like, 
like, oh, well, I won't do business with you because of this rule, right? And I said, well, you're just one person. And there's a million people who are going to do business with me. And I went out and found him. And, um, and he's great. And we're gonna, he, he's doing his own thing. And he's really, yeah. he's a smart guy. He's very talented, too. Yeah. I'm just very driven, right? I'm not going to sit back and drink, you know, 18 Bud Lights with them. You know, that's kind of where I'm at, you know, which he, he's pretty good at that. Here, I want to show you this on 10X. So this, let's see if we can get to the audio on the podcast. So I put this in 10X because doing the real estate deal was in 10X. This is when we were in 10X. And you don't have to watch all this. But you're going to watch this in a second. Hang on. Remember this? We just bought a four-unit ATM machine. Yep. He bought it. Yeah, I just bought it because of this guy who walked me through every step of the way. Uh, honestly, I, I, it's not even surreal right now, but he's going to be up with a guest on the podcast coming up soon. We barely today. So that was that we put there. So I wanted to play that audio to say, you know, I try and stay as good as my uh, word right here. Um, but Can it's I stop you for yeah, a go ahead. If you, Jeff just held up his phone and showed me the video of we were standing in the lawyer in the attorney's office, yeah. and you could just see the glow around you in that moment, like well, looking at my, that video. The glow I, I, that you have. If you guys look on Jeff the Ant- yeah. Jeff the Entrepreneur, go click under the 10x highlights. You can watch that video under there on Instagram. Uh, you also see I had a huge uh, acne mark that day too, and I was like, oh, I really don't want to do a video. And no one thing. Notice it except and, you just pointed it out. And so. I still no, I, I always I put it all out there, man. That, that was why I didn't do the huge vlog. Actually, we did do a little vlog video, which I'm going to put at the yeah. end before my camera died. So I'll put that before the end of this too as well and we're going to disclose some of that all right so um tonight with rob i'm gonna i'm meeting him at eight i'm gonna talk to him more about the um what do we got for time because i want to keep this under an hour um we i'm talking to him more about you know no money down and kind of how i did the financial side of the money right yeah. but i do want to get over a few real estate terms with you because you are kind of the real estate guy uh what does um well this big one everybody knows uh, um what does roi stand for so return on investment. Right. I didn't know that. I remember I didn't know that. Like a, two years ago, I, I don't think I knew that, which is and crazy. And it's such a loosely used term today. It, I, but it should be used more, no? Like everything should be thought of school, ROI. I went to business school. ROI was a thing, right? But you why know? shouldn't that be a thing in like education that everything's ROI? Like you go buying those Jordans is an ROI. You know, you wanting that Louis Vuitton bag is an ROI. What's the ROI on that? You know, me sitting with you not even caring about if this podcast thing of pays anything is a good ROI. Like not just monetarily but also other ways right well this has a return like ROIs aren't always measurable in cash right yeah so return on investment is usually you know they're looking at cash on cash or or whatever kind of return you're looking at right but the but the or you know return cash on a on a financed investment whatever the return is um there's a lot of stuff you put out into the universe that's not necessarily um that you can't you can't attach monetary you can't right. do an ROI on like you're going to do a podcast here and you might connect with someone or you might change somebody's life or the trajectory their right. entire life yeah. just one podcast right here yeah and it's like I don't know how you put an ROI on that and, and the funny thing is what was, what was the investment you and I are going to sit down big time yeah you, you're a professional camera guy so you have a bunch of camera stuff which yeah. is really cool um However, I mean, what is this? It's the investment of an, of an hour of two people to right. share an experience that hopefully per your, per your, you know, your yeah. journey, you're yeah. going to inspire other people with it. And who knows where that could lead And if to. anything, dude, I'm going to be sitting in Kokomo Jays one day and I'm going to be watching back some of these videos. Like that's, people's like, Jeff, when are you going to relax? And I already know I'm going to be watching this video or one of these videos from that. I already have it. Like when you visualize something, I visualize me starting quarterback for a team and winning a game on a fourth quarter drive. And then I did it. It took a lot of work. Didn't do it overnight. I couldn't throw a football, but I still did it. I got laughed at everything. I love that Gandhi quote. Uh, do you know that quote? First day, first day laugh at you. Do you know that one? First, first they mock you. No, first they laugh at you. 
then they mock you, then they fight you, then you win. You ever hear that one? It, but it, it's been my life, man. Like in anything, whether I, I raised my hand to become a lifeguard, and a girl laughed, and she's like, you won't be a lifeguard. And I got up in the pool and I started, and I'm a horrible swimmer. And I got up and I swam at 6 a.m. And so, so sometimes, you know, you kind of need that, like that little, I love that quote. Um, yeah, I, so, I, I probably didn't see myself swimming, swimming 2.4 miles in an Ironman either. But, I, I, well, let, let's actually talk about that. Let's pivot from the real estate stuff. So let's talk, like you play, you like hockey? Yeah, like, like. I actually coach hockey. So coach yeah. hockey, so I so you like it too, right? You coach your yeah, son playing hockey. Love hockey. Grew yeah. ho- hockey. Who's, who's your hockey team? You got a hockey team? Uh, uh, locally, we, like Bruins? we take the kids and we watch. Yeah, of course. I'm from from Boston, Boston originally. So yeah, there are the Bruins. Yeah, they, they have a nice uh, nice thing out there. Yeah. But, but more than that, you just love. I like you still get out on the ice. Oh yeah, so so yeah, coaching and playing with the kids. Like I'm on the ice all the time. Yeah, so I was on the ice awesome. four hours this weekend. That's right? crazy. That's awesome. Which was cool, and then we and then we did a five mile Cub Boy Scout hike, you know. So it's like, so where did the Iron Man? T- do you know who David Goggins is, by the way? I do, yeah. Yeah, okay, that guy's crazy. Uh, my my buddy yeah, Sean, book, you you my, can't hurt me. My sister, yeah, he has that book. There's also Living with a Seal, Jesse Itzler. My um, I I gotta get my because my family watches all this stuff. Noreen watched it. Hi, Noreen. Aunt Nancy, Jesse Itzler. We actually saw him at the Tanks yeah, Growth my Con. Wife, my wife's Noreen, so I can remember. Oh, that. is it really? Yeah. Uh, hi, Noreen too. Yeah, perfect. Uh, and then um, who else? Um. Uh, yeah, so David Goggins. I still got to read the book. My brother did a book review. You can't hurt. Have you read that book? You can't hurt me. Not yet, but yeah. everyone has approached me and yeah, told me a, I'm supposed to read it. Yeah, especially you're the whole Iron Man guy. Okay, so let's talk about how did you get into Iron Man's? I want, I'm going to do one eventually. We're probably going to do one together. I bought running shoes. We're going to, yeah, I'll get there. Miracle Morning, all that you stuff. Put it out into the universe. Yeah, we're going to do it. Things happen. I got to figure out. I got to figure out how I vlog. But I, gotta, I need that backpack through the air. I got to, I got to like figure it all out. I just hit your car key, so you have to run home with me. Yeah, yeah that's let's do it, man. I'll do whatever, man. It's as long as I get to my eight o'clock, 7 o'clock appointment with Rob. Right. How far away is he? We'll run yeah, to Yeah, we'll it. run to it. Um, we'll run to you. We'll have that music play. So, like, but, yeah, I mean, Iron Man's a weird thing because I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning and says, and says I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a 140-mile consecutive event. Like, I don't, I don't know anybody who would wake up. You know, I was all like, I want to do an Iron Man, and then he said 140 miles. I was like, ah, okay, I'm good. No, but. He was like, yeah, he got off the phone real fast. Yeah. He started coughing and saying his connection was loose and his battery was dying or something. I don't know. Yeah, but so. But Actually, I'm kidding. He Iron Man. would do the opposite. No, yeah. Well, it's funny. So everybody says that about me. I remember when I went cliff jumping, totally illegal, with my buddy, um, my old friend. And he's. Well, no, no parachute. We, we cliff jumped into water in a reservoir, right? It's a big thing. People do it all the time. Because of my but I remember walking up and someone saying to me, oh, Jeff's crazy enough. He'll do it. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to do that. And they said it. I was like, oh, I guess I got to do it. And I did it. And I loved it. And I conquered fear and water right then. Those were my two biggest fears. Heights heights and water. Um, but so, yeah. So Iron Man. So when that came out of when did you kind of thought like, okay, I like to do it. And then you trained for it. How did the process of that go? Really? Like yeah, sum it up. Yeah, it was kind of a... You always were a runner. You played hockey growing up. I played hockey, um, but I, I no, I wasn't a runner. In fact, when I started, this is a crazy story, right? When I started running, um, I was I was going to do a hundred mile um, bicycle event called the Pan Mass Challenge in Boston that raises that raises money for uh, for like Dana Farber and the Jimmy Fund and all that. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, it was a hundred mile uh, bike event. Yeah. And. I was the only clown that showed up on a full suspension mountain bike at the time, right? Everybody else had road bikes. I showed up with a full suspension mountain bike for, for a 100-mile ride, which nice. was just ridiculous. Like, everybody was awesome. crazy, but I was like, eh, a little bit I liked the attention, I think. But, right, yeah. but my legs didn't really like the attention so much. It was painful. Um, but my point was, I started running. What, what, what is a full suspension? That means it's really comfortable or not comfortable? 
comfortable. Well, I mean, it's a mountain bike. It's okay, it's a nice one. So most of them don't have that, right? It's off road. Okay, yeah, that's like what I had. All right, yeah. Yeah, but like for a road ride, you want smooth little skinny road tires. Yeah, I know. You don't want a big heavy mountain bike. Yeah, why, why, why do you want those? I feel like you'd want the suspension, the comfort for that. Yeah, no, not so no, much. Really? <laughs> All right. So, um, but anyways, you, um, you know, I started running to get ready for that. Did that event, kind of gave me the flavor of running, and I got into running mm-hmm. to get ready because I knew I'd, I'm going to go 100 miles. I'm going to need some stamina, right? right so yeah. I started running and biking to get ready for the event, and I was mixing runs in between the bike rides. And then... At some point, I got into, I kept running longer and longer, and I started to get into adventure racing, which is like off-road, mixed, you're doing like, you're running around with a compass, and you're mountain biking, and you're trail running, and bushwhacking. So it's not like Warrior Dash or anything, it's totally different, right? Yeah, like you literally have a map and a compass, and you're in the woods, and you're, oh my you're God, out in the wilderness. Um, but I was getting shin splints like crazy, to the yeah. point that I almost quit running. Like, my shins would hurt me so much. Well, David's Goggins, listen to this up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he sure. had a story like this. Yeah, and I mean, I was at the point where I almost, I almost couldn't, I, I almost couldn't move. Like it hurt me to walk, and my shin splints were getting so bad, and my sneakers yeah. weren't doing me any justice, and my running style was wrong, and and I almost quit running altogether. Needless to say, fast forward to you know being able to do multiple Ironmans. That's a different. Right. It's a different feeling. Um, but I learned how to conquer that, and I really wanted to run, and I wanted to do it successfully. So I kept trying different sneakers, taking more time off in between runs, changing my running style, running on different terrain. It was just anything I could do to like figure out how to solve so this. Do shin splints ever go away? I never get shin splints. Ever. Really? Never. Uh, so how did, so you got them for a little bit, and then what did you do? You switched your shoes, or you just switched where you're running on? or Shoes, my running style, mm. my... And I mean... Because I've had shin splints and I was once. Wrong. I was kind of stomping my feet when yeah. I was running. You were in toe you, running or whatever. All that a shin, stuff a shin splint is your your muscle is tied to your bones by ligaments. Right. And when you jar your foot against the ground, it shakes the muscle right. and it tugs on the ligament. Oh. And that shin splint is that ligament getting that ligament and that muscle connection getting irritated. Oh, look at this, man. So like, and believe me, I know. Are you are you a doctor, by the way? No. Because someone confuses you. Like that. this guy's a doctor. Because I had you in one of my first videos. I'll show it up later at the end. And she's like, you look so much like Doctor So and So. But the way you described that, I was like, man, this guy knows exactly how it works. No, I'm a real estate agent. We get paid more than doctors. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. So, but anyways. <laughs> Anyways, um, in all seriousness, um, and we help people make money. Doctors just yeah. take our money. I love doctors, yeah, so don't true. get me wrong. Yeah, we don't need get me wrong. No, you're right. Yeah, I love true. doctors. Yeah. So, but that said, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's and it, if you look at the kind of overcoming the obstacle, I think a lot of folks feel a little bit of pain in their life or feel some challenge, and they don't figure out quite how to conquer it. Mm-hmm. And if you can figure out how to conquer the things that, are challenging to you or that hurt or that you struggle with if you can figure out a way to make them to, to get through them you can do almost anything and i'm not saying to work through something that's actual painful like if you have something that hurts and it's an ailment you don't right. work through it like you have to stop and you have to take a break right or else you'll hurt yourself uh, unless you read david goggins he can't hurt me he broke his ankles and kept running on in one or something or finished it that guy's insane I have the biggest i have the biggest fear of hurting myself somehow during an event where because, you can't because do psycho- well psychologically i really want to finish right so in my you don't mind, ever want to get hurt. in my mind i picture myself crawling across the finish line like if i can't uh, run walk no whatever what, yeah. so yeah, you got to be careful when you're out there. And me, I got to be really careful because my mindset is like, I don't ever want to not finish. Right. And wow. It's like, yeah. And some people would like, 
I don't know. I've seen people bail on events. I've seen the weather get bad. I've seen people fall, hurt themselves, whatever. I've had some horrible things happen to me during events. And in my mind, I'm like, I am finishing. Like, I could be as uncomfortable as I want to be. I can be going through something horrible. Uh, yeah, I, I hear that. That's like when I was in football games, we were getting killed. And I was like, nah, you got to stay in the game. I don't care. You know, like that same. I don't know what that is. But it's funny, though. Go towards pain. Like, just what you said, like, so anything that's uncomfortable and comfort zones and, and uncomfort zones and pain are, like, kind of different but are almost the same in a way, right? Yeah. Like, it's uncomfortable to have shin splints, right? But what do you do? You got some knowledge. You learned about everything. And then you went back towards it, right? Yeah. And I think that's anything with life. Like, one thing I've learned in life, anything that gets uncomfortable, I'm like, oh, I don't know real estate, right? Or, oh, I had pain because of a $1,000 course thing. And I'm, I'm bringing it to that, but we're stretching it. But as soon as you started – I've never got so such a rewarding feeling by going towards like I could have paid that thousand dollars. You leaned into it. Lean into it. If I if I paid that thousand dollars and tried to get my money back or recurred it, pretend it didn't happen and worked out way some other and didn't didn't actually lean into it, then I, that would that would be more of a pain, right? Because I would never. Uh, it was it was painful. That would be, you would regret. That. I would regret. And that's you would regret. And regret. And it's funny. Gar- Gary V says this. Well, go. What were you say regret? Why? I was going to say regret. Re- you, re- you always regret the things you don't do. Yeah. And it's funny because it doesn't weigh anything. Like, the things you don't do weigh nothing. Yeah. But the weight of regret is massive. So, so yeah, so doing something in your life. And, like, I have a saying, um, something's better than nothing. Right. And done is better than perfect. Yeah. And sometimes... Peter McKinnon. Yeah. And sometimes you got to get out there and, like, I don't know, some days I go out to run and, like, I hurt and I don't feel good. And, like, some days I'll turn around and go home. And that's okay. Like, that's whatever. That's my body talking to me and telling me today's not your day, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And, and I tried and I went out there and, like, maybe I wanted to run 10 miles and maybe it turned into two. And I'm like, okay. Like, but that's... that's sometimes just show up, man. You, did you read, ever read the book The Miracle Morning or no? I haven't read the actual book. But, but you I know think, the principles because you've been around, around it. And talks oh, about yeah, it all yeah, the yeah. time. So I, listen, I, 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 I watch the six. You do because you do a lot of the same stuff from yeah. it. You called right. me the other day and I, was, I went out at 6 o'clock. And I know, and he did running. running. I know, which yeah. is good. You always get out and do something. You know, motion, motion. Um, gives emotion right motion when you get in motion then 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 you start feeling a certain different way you know and when your energy is good like yeah. exercise like yeah. for anybody who i don't care what you do and you don't have to do an iron man to feel yeah. good like i don't know i was talking to somebody today if they get out once a week and do something they love that's somewhat physical yeah. or emotional physical whatever it is even once a week it can change the way their whole week goes the whole and when, you feel, is, when yeah. you feel good about yourself yeah you you show up better for your family you show up better at work you show up better for your friends like you show up better all around when you feel good about yourself so like so for me exercise in my life you know some people think oh he's an iron man he must sacrifice other things right he might sacrifice his family and well the answer is no i don't i don't sacrifice my family i might get up at five in the morning when they're all sleeping to do a long bout of exercise right but sometimes I'm back before they're even out of bed. So, like, I'm not disrupting anybody, but I feel good. My energy's good. Right. And, and, yeah, I made a sacrifice, right? I got up early and I did something. But, it, you know, for me, and, and I'll take it a step further with exercise. Like, exercise is one of those things. And I don't, care if it's, I don't care if it's yoga. I don't care if it's running, biking, whatever you do. 
if you have friends or people who you enjoy being with when you go do those activities, right. it makes them a whole lot easier. Well, that, and that's kind of the same thing with me, this entrepreneur journey. People are like, Jeff, do you like doing business? And do you like it? I was like, yeah, because the people I've picked with me, Logan, a great kid who uh, I'll, I'll work with him. You, we'll do another real estate deal together. We'll do whatever. We'll go to Panama together. We'll do whatever, right? Because now, I, yes, it's work. But now I picked the same thing, right? You pick the people you want with you. And it's life. This is your life. You can pick whoever you want and, and bring them with you. Like, you really can't. Like, it's really that way. And, the, and leave the people who don't believe in you and take the people who do. And, but as long as you're always learning and growing and trying to make yourself a little bit better, then, then you'll actually go. Because then you won't blame other people. You'll know, hey, oh, I got to get better, you know? Which, it's, it's so true. And um, so here, I, I said we're going to do a few, and we're already, I love it. This is the first podcast well, ever going over an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to be cut. The podcast is all live. We're going to put everything on it. Excuse me, unless there's something yeah, I really have to cool, cut. But that, that way, it's like a bonus, so people can see later, oh, what was all the stuff they're saying? You know, you know? I, I guarantee you, the, the stuff that you're talking about here, people are going to want to hear it. Because, frankly, what you just did and the journey that you just went through. Yeah. And the stuff that we talked about, how you overcome all these obstacles along the way, that's everyone else's journey. Like everybody's, everybody's there, and the only way you're going to inspire others is by sharing it. So right? let's say this. Uh, for all my teacher butter f- buddy friends watching this, right, or anybody else here, restaurant friends, they want to buy a four unit like I did it. What's the first step for them to do? What's the first thing? First step is, to, is probably to get in touch with either a local real estate expert or... Um, or a local mortgage person and and try to figure out what it takes to buy a local four family and you might even want to just go online and look at a four family online or a three family or whatever you're trying to buy two family where you're living in and maybe your tenant pays half of your rent and you can own a more expensive house because you got a tenant paying half and then you move out of it and you rent the other half and now you got this investment that's gonna pay for your kids college down the road either way calling a mortgage person and finding out you're either buying it with cash if, if you have the cash if you've been saving for a while or if yeah you know most it. teachers don't oh yeah I gotta let me let me start this again because when we went oh. to two 30 minute pieces it gives us so no no so that's that's the thing I know this one's gonna have to cut it's good I'll cut it both ways this this is good though because people are gonna want to know this like Jeff how do you do this so first thing they need to do if they want to do it is call which is what I did I called you I called a few other people I called yeah, Rob call right? real estate talk agent. to people talk to people who've done it before you know is it, is it essential and, and, for the real estate agent to be an investor to have known because that was my thing I put that on my thing and I mean when you called me you were like well you know how you know and you were coming from this place of curiosity yeah. you're like you're like and of course I kind of knew you were interviewing me, but you're like... I was qualifying him, yeah. He was like, he was pre-qualifying me, which you should do with anybody you work with, right? right? You want to get to know them a little bit. You want to know what they're capable of. Because if they're not capable of what you want, you're talking to the wrong person. Right. And I remember you asked me, and I was like, well, yeah, I got into real estate. You know, I bought my first condo 23 years ago. Right, that's right, yeah. And then 15 years ago, I started buying... 15, 16 years ago, I started buying multifamilies with a partner, right? And we went out and bought six buildings in a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Then we started, you know... Then I got my real estate license. Mm-hmm. Then I started flipping houses. Then I got into mortgages. Then I started helping other investors buy real estate investments. And that's kind of like the short snippet I gave you on right. the phone. Yeah. And you were like, you just paused and you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. And like that was all. Exactly. That's, that's kind of all you needed to hear. That was all I needed to hear that you've actually have done it before. And I liked you and you knew Grant Cardone. So I was like, boom, let's do it. And, and then he's like, and then he's like. It, it, the hesitation was like, then you're you're just like, hmm, what do I do next? And I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, if you want, I'm happy to share with you how I how I pulled that off, right? So like that's, yeah. you know, like it's and anybody can do it. Like I would tell anybody, 
And it's funny because I talked to another real estate agent a while ago, kind of similar thing, and he called me back to say, hey, you ever want to go out for coffee or whatever? And he, but I'm sure he had Disney Water Stuff, but he was really serious, and I told him, no, I bought a four unit. I told him just, just recently, right? I figured yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to look him up. But he really wanted to help. He's like, oh, good. What was it? Like, he really, he, he also had, so there's, it's not, if this guy's busy, which I don't think you, but you, you always can take a phone call, right? What's the best way for people to contact you? Should I put your information down and give it to me later or put it on the bottom of this video? Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely, a, you know, they can call me on my cell phone if they want to. Yeah. So, like, uh, I'll put it out now. It's 860-328-0166. Eight, eight, right? eight, six, zero, zero, six, six. Six, Again, 860 Zero one six six. Yeah, it, people can call me, text me there, or whatever. But um, you know, if somebody wants help with anything, I and mean, my whole thing, I, my thing is, I want to guide people in the right direction. If they call me, I'm going to point them in the right direction, even if even if I'm not the right person for them. Yeah, I'll point them to somebody well, else I, who I, is if it's not my area of expertise. It's you funny, know? you know, I I really believe that's kind of. I mean, I think you could help anyway. I don't know, it's not your, but you're right. But you really had it, and I, I do. I think I said this before, where you really just wanted to help me. Um, like, like, just understand stuff. Like, get through stuff. Like, go through. This guy's like Indiana Jones in real estate. He went through some basements. I was like, I'm not going to go. And he's like, No, let's go check it out. Let's see if there's asbestos in there. <laughs> let's see this thing, dude. He had his leather jacket on. He's going in where it's dark. He's going through the uh, bushes. Like, he wasn't afraid to get dirty. And I remember thinking, Man, if I, I no offense to any cute girls in real estate, I don't know if they'd be going through these little. Like, I can picture these girls in their high heels. You know, they get in there, they want to make money and get cash flow and stuff. I don't know. I, 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 I don't I, recommend wearing heels in the basement of an investment. Property, right. it's probably not a uh, yeah, not the best thing so, to do. So if you're getting if you're getting an agent, just make sure they're not wearing really sharp heels because they're probably not going to walk the building with you and point stuff out. Right? So, yeah, I mean, and, and that's the, and by the way, no, that that's not a negative. Like right. like there, I know a ton of female agents who are phenomenal. Right. Just, just if they take you out and they're wearing heels, they're probably not going in the basement with you. Right. That's all. And that, so. the one that's willing to sacrifice heels yeah. to go out there. And he was the one in the sneakers. You want to want a female agent with sneakers on. That's yeah. what you want. There's actually some Colombian girl who sells like multi-million dollar investments down in uh, where is it, Stanford or somewhere like yep. that. Yep. And she always wants to talk to me about, because she always sees real estate. She's like, I want to be on your guests because she wants, she sees people watching this. And I'll have her on. She's just... She's too pretty, you know? So I gotta, I gotta stay focused, you know? Well, and she's Spanish, too. My weakness. But anyway. All right, so you're gonna do a, you're gonna do a remote, some kind of Zoom phone call with her, and don't go visit her. Uh, that's smart. See, look at this guy. Always so Think. smart. Keep so, yourself out of trouble. So, uh, all right. So this is ending up here quick. Really quick. And it, it, wow, we're over an hour. Um, NOI, NOI, what's that stand for? So net operating income. Yeah. And that's, so that's basically kind of after, so if I, if I hand this correctly, and it's funny because I remember my brother, Josh, knew more about it than me. I didn't know anything. And he said, Josh, he, he said NOI to me and I didn't know what it meant and it, it hurt me. And he's like, oh, watch Grant's real estate. Grant Cardone's real estate investing yeah, yeah. course. So I watched it. I watched it, wound up doing the whole deal, pulled this all off. And I have a text from my brother, which probably means the most out of anybody. And I've had a lot of people say, Jeff, you inspire me. My brother said, hey, you inspire me that you did this. When I brought the pre-approval loan from from Rob, there was 280. He's like, "What are you doing, man? Like, how, how are you doing this? You know?" And it was crazy because NOI is basically when you take um, whatever, like you know, me paying for the plow or whatever I have to pay for, right? All the expenses, and then with the kit, we said 18k. So net net operating income, the simplest, the yeah, and, simple, yeah, simple. And, and net operating income is is usually used for determining the cash flow of the cash flow before before. Um, before taxes and depreciation, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you're you're looking at at the at 
at the net cash flow of a building, right? So you have gross operating income. Right, which is the 18K you know, we talked about, yeah. Less vacancy and less expenses. So you got your plowing and your mortgage and all that other stuff, right? Well, actually, NOI doesn't include the mortgage. So right. that's before the mortgage, too. That's before finance. So what, what, now, this is the last one we're going to go through. I don't know how much you're going to pull. We'll leave this in the pot. What, a cap rate. So NOI, so, NOI by the way, is yeah. what's, it's what's left over mm. on the building. It's the cash flow on the building that's left over. So if you were going to buy the building pure cash, right. that's, that's the cash flow of the building. Now, you could finance a building. Gotcha. Did it shut off? No, it's good. We're good. It, 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 uh, you can finance a building. The net operating income is what you're going to use to pay your, to pay your debt. Right. And then after that, what's, you know, your debt and your taxes and what's left after that is what you Oh, okay. Keep, I get that. Now, what exactly, and this one might be a little bit too long for that, but a cap rate. Can you describe a cap rate? You know what a cap rate is? Yeah, so a cap rate is... Because uh, I've had a lot of investors now. Now that I'm an investor, I put a nice picture. The picture you took, actually. You, I can hire this guy's photography. Took a great picture of the sunset on the property. I'll throw it up here. Building. Of the four-unit building. I'll throw it into this video. And I'll people, throw it. It's, it's up there right now. People are looking at it right now. Without your building. No, there's going to be a lot of B-roll. We'll put stuff like that in there, too. That was a pretty picture, though. And it, it oh, was it was a great picture. I next door when, you, when, we were, when we were at the building, and, I, and I, the sun was shining on it, and I just like I pulled my phone out, and I was like, i got to get a picture. This I'll show it to you. Look, closed. this is what I put on my um, my Instagram. That's the picture. Oh yeah, you can put it up there too. I'll throw it. That's better than. Uh, Look at that. Yeah, I'll put up. I'll put up. Blurry. I'll put up the photo over it too. Why is it blurry? Because uh, it's the focus. It's on. It's on uh, auto focus. So it's trying to focus. I have to. Oh, if it's it to focus right. But yeah. But it, dude, doesn't this building look massive though? People are like, how many units every time? The way you took the picture. It looks like a 12 unit building. It really does, right? I don't know. Yep, it's I got bought a that. presence and it's clean and simple, right? Yeah. So. I like it's yellow because it sticks out. We were on the roof. There's a video. Oh, I didn't show you this video on the roof, too. Did I show you this? It was like oh, a quick know. video. I think you're in it for a second. This is me promoting my podcast there. So they were right there. Oh, yeah. That was it. I didn't see it. that video. Yeah. I didn't see that you video. Didn't see that one? All right. Anyway, so um, so so cap rate—that's where we're at. Um, yeah. So so, so a building a, a building is basically valued based on its cap rate. So certain buildings have certain cap rates, right? Okay. So like, uh, would this building have a cap rate or no? It would, and it's probably somewhere in the order of ten-ish percent. Um, if 10%. you were to if you were to calculate a cap rate for it, really that not, much, ten percent. I'm not going to do it right now. But. No, well, I, I did it already. I tried to do it, but I don't know if I did it right. But fail forward. Some guy asked me to do it. Oh, he showed can, me how we to can do calculate it. Calculate it for you. Off well, we'll do it later after. But, but yeah, but like if you look at if you look at like if you were going to buy a if you were going to buy like a CVS, right? Okay. Which is like a I don't know a class A investment, and they're right. putting up a new CVS, and right. you're gonna you're gonna own the. The, the plot of land or whatever with a CVS on it, mm-hmm. and you're going to get a return on your you're gonna, on your investment. You know something like that's going to return a cap rate of around six or seven percent, mm. and it's it's not a high return, right? So a cap rate of ten percent, a cap capitalization rate is what cap rate stands for, is actually a significantly higher return. Like your building has a much higher return than a C, than a Class A CVS. Oh really? So a Class A yeah. CVS is like a low risk. Right. Is like a low risk. Um, stable, long-term investment. Okay. Your building is also stable, long-term. However, um, it's not like a triple net lease, so you're right. you're in there and you're managing it yourself, right? right yeah. So this, or or you're hiring someone to manage. Yeah, it. I'm gonna guys interviews. I have four interviews coming up when I move in there. It's probably gonna be like June at this rate. I don't know, you know. Um, 
but I'm interviewing four different property managers. One of the guys uh, at Tapeworks, the studio kid, he might be helping me property manage it. I'm going to just give him a discount on the rent. He's going to learn how to do everything I'm doing. They're young, right? Smart, right? And then, and then what you're doing is you're leveraging yourself out. Mm-hmm. So you're spending a little money to buy your life back so that you can move on and move on to other investments. Right? right. And that way I'll still be raising my head there and resting my head. But also I'll be helping. And I don't mind doing it in the property management either. Get my hands dirty. No, you but, should just to learn what's Yeah, and I will yeah, yeah. for a little bit. But I I'm going to be doing it and training the person in it so they can do it and get someone I like. Okay. And then they can go and do it for you. So this is why I'm lifting people up with me if they want to do that. Like the only people are coming with you are people who want to kind of go in the real estate yeah, investing he'll route. he'll get exposed to it. And then he'll exactly. Realize, he'll realize at some point that, geez, like it's not that hard to manage a building, right? It's right. pretty easy. He's been doing it. So go buy Then take the money that you've been saving living with me, right? Then go out and then do it again, you know, and then buy buy another building. And that while you're there, look, like I already, I already uh, met with all my tenants and I told the kid who the boyfriend was sleeping around, he went to a a school that was a behavior school like I teach at. Um, I asked him if he smoked weed. Uh, He kind of looked at me and said, yo, I was like, it's just going to kill you from full potential. And I told him about coaching. I asked him what he wanted to do in life. And so I'm going to do a coaching session with one of the kids in there. Uh, He lives at the other place. I'm I'm getting this vending machine thing. I asked him, hey, do you want to do a vending rare? Like, what do you want to do? Man, we'll, we'll do. We'll get something. Well, let's get a Y and let's work towards it. You know, something 100, percent dude. Get him as raw. Get him out there. Get him. Get him. I said, get him to uh, help uh, contribute. Like I told everybody. Told Nan, uh, one of my. I'm not gonna put all my tenants' names on there, but I told all of them. Um, hey, guys, I'm here. Uh, rents aren't going up for a while unless taxes go up, right? Unless taxes go up, they have to. Like, I'm going to be fair. Uh, there's stuff I need to fix on the building, but I know how to make money. And if you guys want to know how to make money, yeah, I'm going to sell a webinar, but your landlord knows I'll teach you guys how to make more money. And yet, it's going to be a little tough, but it'll be a lot easier. And everybody's like, oh, why are you going to do that? Your tenants are going to leave. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to make up more money. I'm going to raise the rent so they can pay for it 100%, like when I have to. Like, I'm not going to do it like everything. And I help them buy, yeah. That's, I was talking to one of the guys upstairs with the, the couple of he wants to do that and he was talking i was like yeah i'll show you how and i I don't even know enough right now but i know how to point people and get them in the right direction right right? and help other people out you know if you have somebody who wants to learn how to do right. how to do a real estate investment you just put them in front of the right person yeah. and they'll and they'll exactly. educate them and get them through you exactly know? that's why we got John right here alright so it's this has been great there's a lot to edit um, there's a lot of stuff here this one I'm going to edit myself because there's so much good nuggets that I want to put out here and uh, reflect you we got your number on here we got everybody else um, Trey are we missing anything else here I think this is pretty no, good we covered a lot of this was, this covered was, a lot of cool this is the stuff. most complete I feel like this is Joe Rogan's podcast right here where you just you ever see Joe Rogan you know what's amazing to me yeah. is you do this is amazing like i love your podcast yeah. i watch your podcast yeah. and i'm like it's just it's i've actually seen you grow on yeah. your podcast and like you're growing and evolving and i've watched your website and i've watched it evolve and yeah. i'm like you can actually see you on your own entrepreneur journey growing so oh. people can actually watch there's like a historical trail of you doing what you're doing and actually, they can go back in time and see where you were six months ago and where you are right now. And it's well, like you it's can so see that the audio quality on this podcast is way better because I figure out and unless I, I could record from here, I could have brought a big mic. This is simple. Thanks to Clark Kigley. Clark Kigley, he's going to be, I think, one of my coaches. Yeah. He does a lot of this in his videos, and it, and it works. It actually works really well. But it's, it's learning. It's growing. And honestly, done is better than perfect. You said it. Like I remember when I first put up the first Entrepreneur Journey website, the, 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 I didn't like it, right? But I was like, it's done. Let me 
get up there, I, want, I just want to get it out there, right? And now I've talked to Grant Cardone, I've talked to Billy Jean, I've talked to the Sean Thomas, all these Josh multiple Brown. Brown, Josh Brown, Rob, Rob Weinberg right, tonight. Josh Brown, yeah. yeah, no, no, trust me. Josh, people ask me a lot of times, who, uh, who do you do? I've had all these entrepreneur wannabe, wa- entrepreneurs, right? Which I am too. I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm not a successful one. I'm an entrepreneur too. I, I'm going to be totally honest. I'm, I'm wanting to. I'm kind of figuring I'm not in the profit. I'm going to meet with my accountant. Entrepreneurs buying self-help programs, right? Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. So, awesome. But they will ask me, who's your mentor, right? And I remember always telling them, Josh Brown. And like, the thing about mentors, like, if, you know, if it's a known name to, in the whole entrepreneur world, you have a known name mentor, people will diss it right away because it's like, oh, well, Grant Cardone's not really your mentor. Do you really pay for him this, that, right? But if you name someone like Josh Brown or, uh, or Rob Weinberg or somebody like these names, right, people are like, oh, okay. Like, is he that's good? Funny, I'm right? like, he knows Who's more that? than me. Who's yeah, that? Josh was just, and I have, I actually have, I, I'll show you later, uh, on our goals breakfast, find a list of mentors, and you're like one of the top. And Doug Zumbox, the coffee guy, he's the guy. Yeah. Who showed me? Hey, do some real estate. For Don't your, just open for a coffee your, shop. Kokomo Jays project. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. this is all leading to that. You see it, right? People yeah. are like, well, "What happened to the coffee shop?" I'm like, "Oh, it's still there. That's the prize. That's the why." Uh, the and that, that's just, just that's just a benchmark too. That's not even like I, that's going to be like a thing. But then I have more stuff you know I want to do. What's cool is I think it's your. I th- the neat part is it is your why. But this journey on your way to get there, like the shop, is like. All these other things are, are a and conduit. It, or and a it might change. Like, dude, in five years from now, coffee could be, like, really bad for people. They could totally take it out. Like, listen, I'm okay with change, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be just the coffee. The idea was the thing that me and my brother were going to do together, I'm going to do. So it doesn't even yeah. have to be coffee. It could yep. be something different, right? Yep. I do like the name Kokomo Jays. I think I'll keep that as much as I can. Really just sell a feeling. That's really – I don't really care about selling coffee. I want to sell the feeling that people are getting when they listen to this, when they watch a video by me. And that's what I want to sell. An you know? experience, right? Put on, yeah, Instead of having like uh, Dunkin' Donuts have the little quote, have something that's like done is better than perfect on the quote. Uh, you know, like cool things like that, you know? And some coffee's better than nothing. Yeah, exactly. Something's better than nothing. Something like that. All right. Well, this was definitely better than not doing anything. I'm so glad you made time. I know you got to get home to the wife. We got to get out of here. Inspire others always. Jeff J. Cunningham. Always. Always. This guy inspired me. Uh, I hope this inspired you guys. Guys, if you have any questions about real estate investing, uh, reach out to me and I'll point you into the right people. You reach out to this guy. You got his number. Uh, We're going to put it all. uh, And guys, don't be afraid. Just call. Just here's the thing. I was so afraid to call this guy. I was afraid to pick up his phone call. I was afraid to call all the real estate guys. I was afraid to do this deal. You got to do what scares you. I know everybody's like, oh, I wish I would do that. Well, I don't have enough money. We're going to talk with Rob. You're going to want to see how I didn't think I had enough money. And I was getting pre-qualified for a quarter million dollars that I was like, how did this even, how, 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 you know, we're going to find that out later. All right. That's Pretty called cool. the tease. All right. JeffJCunningham.com out. Whew. That was good. Sometimes it's funny. I was with the kids today. We're going to keep this on the podcast. So you can stop that. And I, I did a little vlog with the kids. You just hit the start stop button right here. Um, I was with the kids, yeah. I was with the kids, and let me just make sure the audio is good. Yeah, that's fine. I got an extra battery. So that'll be awesome. Yeah, it'll be up next week. I, I'm gonna, I gotta promote it. Are you gonna have to like chunk it out? What? You're gonna have to do like cut out the like the in betweens. Yeah, I might. So this one's really long. Most of my videos aren't this long, so I'm gonna cut most of them out. Oh, well, we have we a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there. So right, we're still on. I, I love keeping some of this stuff in. And then, if anybody's oh, cool. if anybody's still listening right now, send a, a DM to me uh, on Jeff the Entrepreneur and say chicken jams. And when the eShopify store does open, you'll get. Um, 
I think it's gonna be 10% off for Dylan. All right, I'll give you one of the coupon yeah. cards because we're gonna be open that soon. All right, there we 10%. go. 10%. 10%, dude, it's something, man. 